Welcome to the Finding Hope, Joy, and Purpose podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Lead and Impact, LLC, a leadership and team development consulting and coaching business started by your own right here, Jamel Godlewski. I also do ministry. I don't have an official 501c3. It's called Jamel Godlewski Ministries. So this podcast is a little bit of of both because this is just how I live my life. There's no difference. There's no uh, delineation between professional, personal, and ministry. This is just me. So as I'm wrapping up 2023 in this last season of Living Authentically, maybe that makes a little more sense. I'm actually producing and editing my own podcast. I've learned something new. I'm not the greatest, but I'm on a journey and I'm improving. And that kind of makes me excited, kind of proud of myself. If any of you would like to be a part of the podcast, or if you want to support the work of this podcast, then I do have a PayPal at JG Ministries, or you can just email me for some information, jamelgodlewski at gmail.com. So this episode is a wrap-up of 2023. There's a country song out there. I think it's by Ashley Cook, and it's called, It's Been a Year. How was that? That was kind of good for singing. Now, the topics kind of covered in that song don't all pertain to me, but I can definitely say that 2023 has been a year. A year ago, I truly had no idea what this year was going to entail. The highs and the lows. And when I say the highs and the lows, I mean immense highs and beyond horrible lows. I knew my life would be changing. I knew I was taking on new ventures. And I was praying for God to just lead and provide. As a matter of fact, my word for the year was provision. For this entire year, I have had no clue where my next paycheck would be coming from. I just kept doing. I kind of say I do the next best and right thing. I plan my days, my weeks, my months out, but they're all flexible. They're all written in pencil. And I try to do it with, what is it that God wants me to do? And then, okay, God, like, you know, I have bills to pay and needs that I need to meet. That's the provision part. At some point in the spring of this year, in my quiet time, I felt the Lord whisper to me, abundant provision. Now, I kept thinking he meant financial windfall. Here it is, the end of November, beginning of December. This will definitely come out in December. 
But this last month of November, I've been thinking, well, I guess I screwed up. And that is why God has not provided abundantly. Isn't it crazy how at least my mind goes to things of I've messed up. I'm not good enough. And my humanity, I have these nonsensical beliefs that my quote unquote blessings are based on my finance. My future is based on my work, my effort, my goodness. And when things don't go the way I think they should, it's not God's fault, it's mine. I screwed up again. And I'm just getting what I deserve. That's where my head has been. I'm just being honest. I mean, even as I look into 2024, I'm kind of in the same place. But the other day, it hit me that God has provided abundantly. I was so focused on my finances, on money, that I missed it. I am a goal setter. I love strategic plans. I'm here to say that I didn't reach a single professional goal any of my ministry expectations, or even my personal goals. I tried, and I had plans, and I put things into place. They just never produced what I, in my mind, hoped they would produce. Yet, amongst all of this frustration, I had some really incredible moments. Watching my daughter excel in school and graduate, there's really not words to describe those feelings because she overcame so much in her academic life, in her personal life. Her anxiety at times was just horrible. I remember one evening where she had a panic attack and I honestly thought I was going to have to Call 911. I didn't know what to do. That might have been like her sophomore year, 2020, 2021. And here she was graduating. She asked me to speak at the baccalaureate service, and she also got to speak there. That was just a real special, proud moment. Right after graduation, like, Literally the same day, we got home from graduation, packed our car, and we left for orientation at Northern Michigan University. And again, while I was there, I watched her grow and mature and meet new people. Somebody that has high-functioning anxiety. This was totally out of her comfort zone, but she was doing it. When we got home from those few days, we returned and I accepted an offer because I was selling my house and I accepted an offer. Within a week, I began the transition of cleaning out and then I was moving into my parents' old house, which was actually my grandmother's house. That was my June. Then July came 
My daughter has been overcoming and coping with high functioning anxiety for years. And she's been in therapy for years. And in early July, while away in Georgia with her friends, she spiraled and she spiraled fast. And my, I found myself on a plane going from Fort Wayne to Charlotte to Savannah, Georgia, talking to an ICU trauma nurse and praying for her life. The bottom dropped out of our lives. How did God provide? I literally cannot count the ways. As I look back, the abundant provision word that he gave me was playing out in my life. Not only did my daughter survive, she's she's now thriving. And I spent a week in Georgia and I was financially provided for. It, it went beyond my expectations. And I, I didn't even ask. The angels that God put in my life and in our lives during this time, like you just can't deny it. Within two months of returning from Georgia, I moved my daughter into her dorm room. Northern Michigan is eight hours away. Many people questioned, and was I scared as a parent? Yeah, but I felt peace and secure that this was the right thing. And I just can't even wrap my brain around, even now, how she is absolutely thriving in college. The whirlwind of the last six months of 2023, I am now ashamed to think that God was letting me down. I'm embarrassed that I didn't, I didn't see how he was and is providing. I have made connections with new people. I've made connections with old friends, revitalize those friendships. I have deepened current relationships and my faith and my work and my church. It has grown by leaps and bounds. I can't believe I was complaining over Thanksgiving. I was complaining in my head. But when I look at the week of Thanksgiving, on Friday, November 17th, to the ending of the day on Sunday, the 26th, it was a great week. I can't, I can't believe I was complaining because on that Friday, I had the absolute pleasure of going to see Mercy Me and Toby Mac with not just three adults from the church and a handful of teens from the church, but I took four of my kids, the kids that I have worked with over the last couple of years. When we got home, my daughter was home from college and we got to spend all day Saturday together. On Sunday, my entire family got together for Thanksgiving. This was the first time since New Year's Day. God has provided friends that are family. 
So on Thanksgiving Day, we went to my daughter's boyfriend's house and his family. The next day, Friday, shopping with my girl. And then in the evening again, we went to another friend's family Thanksgiving. Saturday, she left for college. And my neighbors, who are basically family, invited me over to visit in the evening. Church was wonderful on Sunday, the 26th. I got to go back to my neighbors for lunch and visit more. And then I went back to the church to volunteer and decorating the church and just had a really good time with my friends at church. How could I possibly think for an instant that God has not provided abundantly? Monday morning, I just jump up for work. And within the day, there's a financial burden taken care of. God is so good. Had he not intervened in my head, I would have missed seeing all he had done and how true he was to his word. I have to admit, It's probably happened because I've been slipping in my reading and actually spending quiet time with Jesus. Just quiet time in general in the morning. So when I turned to him Monday morning, he he opened my eyes. He was right there. And he showed me. He showed me so much. Today, today I'm just bursting with joy. 2023, what a year. Never in my life would I have imagined 2023 to be the roller coaster year in my life. I always tell people that our lives are a journey, and and man, what a journey this last year has been. And sometimes I just need to live in the moment, enjoy the moment. And just relish in what God is doing and has done. I always, always encourage people to spend time reflecting at the end of the year. So I want you to do that. Now, as you look back, yes. Are there disappointments? Yes. Is there heartache? Yes. Are there things that maybe I need to ask for forgiveness for? Yes. Do I need to mourn? I can mourn. I can lament. That is that is okay to do. That is that is good to do. But then I can celebrate the positive. I I am here today. I have had my bills paid every month this year. I'm not worried about food. I'm not worried about paying for my bills in the next month. I'm not concerned about Christmas because I have simplified Christmas down to Spending time with people, like that is the most important thing. 
no frivolous gifts, people. That's the things I'm going to focus on. That's how I'm going to celebrate. Do I have upcoming doctor's appointments and tests? Yes, because our bodies fall apart and it's just part of life. The older we get, and I am a year older. All of us are a year older. Even as I sit here today, I might not like the fact that I'm looking out my window at snow. It is what it is, and it's only November 29th. But I can smile and laugh at my dogs acting crazy. If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen over the last couple days as I try to work from home, how my office mates don't always make that easy. But I have heat. I have coffee. I have my long underwear on. And I will survive. That's been and is my 2023. What's your journey been? What are the ups and the downs? What are the things that you need to mourn? But what are the things you need to celebrate? How do you need to make your Christmas a little more simpler? I hope that as we're truly entering December and the holiday season, that if you are mourning, that you feel comfort. Blessed are those that mourn, for God is with them. I just read this morning that Jesus wept. So that means he understands. And so because he understands, he's wrapping his arms around you as you mourn. May you feel that comfort. If 2023 has been a mentally spiritual struggle for you, I pray that you can Search and seek and start anew in 2024. I'm rereading one of my books from graduate school. It's called Embodied Hope by Kelly Capick. And we have to remember that when God created the earth and human beings, well, us human beings kind of messed up. When that happened, that brought corruption and disease and death and evil and sin. But he wasn't happy about that. So from the very beginning, he put a plan in place to bring us hope, to restore our bodies the way he, he created us to be. And he did that by becoming human. To redeem humanity, he needed to become human. And that is Christmas. That is Jesus. He lived as a human for us so that he could 
defeat death, defeat sin, defeat evil, defeat corruption, and give us hope. Hope. That's what Christmas is. That little light, that little birth of a baby named Jesus gives us hope. And may you find that this Christmas. There will be one last episode for 2023, but it will be a sneak peek at what the podcast for 2024 is going to be about. So stay tuned for that. If you ever want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. How do you find me? Type in Jamel Godlewski. How many Jamel Godlewskis are there in the world? And you will find me. If you want to see my dogs, go to my Instagram. (laughs) Hopefully uh, you can laugh and be inspired by some of what's shared. And of course, you can always find a way to stay in touch with me. Thanks, everybody.